Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Give it to me! Hello, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the best part of the end of every week. The weekly podcast supported by you, where we analyze the hottest trends. We look on the Twitter. We talk to our friends. We get some emails. And we just apply our totally unscientific method to things that you've probably heard of. But there's the special calculus that turns them into a thing. That's our speciality. Thanks for joining us. I even use a special linear algebra in mine. Yeah. What he said. Mm-hmm. I definitely also do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My things this week. Uh, I have one thing that may not ever be the thing. I'm calling. I'm, I'm. I'm calling an early watch. Love uh, it. And the other is too big to ignore. Too thing to okay. fail. Yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Loving it. Okay, start with the Hope Springs Eternal thing. All right. So, so this one caught my ear on a uh, Economist podcast. Uh, disco polo is hot in Poland right now. Uh, this <laughs> Tell is, me more. What is this, disco polo? A. This is a type of disco music, uh, once relegated to country wedding bandstands, uh, but kind of partly because of politics has been pulled into the mainstream and now it's everywhere in Poland. Like it's not just for country weddings. It's not just a niche thing. If you go to a disco polo bar, uh, it is everywhere. It was created in rural Poland in the late eighties, uh, uses drum machines and synthesizers often as the economist says, saucy lyrics, Saucy. Uh, and, uh, and, and, but has a folk tune base to it. So it kind of reminds me of Tejano in a little ways, uh, in that it's taken a, a folk tradition and, and sort of meshed it with something else, uh, to make a, a new kind of music. And it is all the rage in Poland right now, which might just stay in Poland. I know, but it's the kind of thing I like to keep an eye on. Cause it's like, well, sometimes those things like they get huge and then they bust out and go like the metal. What was yeah, it? The yeah. Mongolian metal? Right, right. right. Like the Which, Mongolian metal. Mm-hmm. I have learned at long last, low these literal decades later, that when I am tempted to doubt, other than hockey, <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I should The exception that proves the rule. <laughs> because literally, the next thing I know, there will be Polish polo disco polo, Polish disco polo everywhere. And I'm, dude, it will be worth it if we just get to keep saying Polish disco polo a bunch. <laughs> disco polo, polo, disco. Uh, oh, that which probably God. is a song in disco polo. Uh, but yeah, it's called disco polo. That's the that's the term for it. And yeah, I'm 60 40. Like I'm, I'm slightly optimistic that this might bust out. Uh, I'm not I'm not 100% convinced but I wanted to I wanted to keep an eye on it. And if nothing else, now you've discovered uh, an interesting form of music out there that you might not have heard of otherwise. I know. Well, and I kind of like this idea that it's there, you know, it's like the folk music, like mm-hmm. they're t- <laughs> the elites are like, "Ew, this music is terrible." 
disco polo. Okay. Keep yeah. an eye out, everyone. But even it's the elites a, are on board now. Like, what did, yeah. did er, Tsubasa said, hope things eternal. Get here, it? Here See are what he did some, there? Here are some uh, lyrics from a 2018 disco polo song. Love, love in Zocco pain. We're showering ourselves in champagne. I am the knight and you queen of the night, which probably sounds better in Polish. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Hard to say. <laughs> Why Polish politicians fear to sneer at rural music is the uh-huh. economist headline. Yep. This is amazing. Okay. All right. I'm going to say, I'm going to say could break through. Could break through. Yeah. We got shall a chance. See. It's got a chance. Um. The, my thing, I noticed actually after I dropped it in here that Rich had already put it in the bullpen be, and that only cemented its mm, thingness. I mm-hmm. don't know where it came from, but in a very like appropriate moment of seasonal serendipity, Elfster has arrived to automate our secret Santa picking because we can't do it in person in so many cases. But for whatever reason, this Elfster, it's like, I literally don't know where it came from. But all of a sudden, like six people recommended it because I was like, oh, we got to do it. We got to do our secret Santa, but we can't really get together. And then we could make it a little bigger and remote. And it's this gift exchange website that lets you basically uh, create and share wish lists and then do a secret Santa drawing where you can even specify like, oh, I'm married to this person. So don't give me theirs. Or maybe figure, I haven't dug deep enough to figure out because I want to figure out how you can do it for kids too, so that you like uh-huh. the kids don't have to make a stocking. Anyway, well, it just it's, automates it's exciting, all of that all of that stuff, right? And just makes yeah. it easy. I totally get it's it. Just, like I'm, I'm only curious why it took this long. I know, me too. I, and I, I, you know, I should probably like use DuckDuckGo and figure out where it came from. <laughs> Yeah, because with a name great. like Elfster in the fine tradition of Napster and Friendster, maybe it's been around for a long it's time. It's probably been around for everywhere. I know. Like, that's <laughs> Launched what in I 2004. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Proprietary software application. Yeah. So that's there you go. incredible. The history yep. was in the name. <laughs> but it, it's <laughs> it really definitely was. having a moment because I had not heard of it before, but I heard of it earlier this week. There you go. Like yep. outside of our It's a Thing bubble, I heard someone mention it. Yeah. See that, and that's what I mean about the the special serendipity. Like, just because something's been around for a long time does not mean that it's a thing. Mm-hmm. But a thing that has been around a long time can definitely become a thing. And this is indeed this is like Elfster's exact moment. This is the thing that it was built for, and it never even knew. And now here we are. I wonder all if about there's something. It. I mean, definitely there's something to do with like, well, we can't all get together, so let's find an online tool. That's part of it. But there's also something I've noticed where you don't have the same demands on your time that you used to. And I find myself able to do things more easily that used to cause me stress because I'm not oh. running around outside. I'm not traveling mm-hmm. and and in positions where I, where my spare time on a plane couldn't be used to set up an Elfster easily. Uh, right. My spare time sitting on my couch certainly can. Certainly can. Yeah. No, that could definitely be part of it. And I suspect that this is also its moment from um, companies, like companies whose mm-hmm. workers are all remote and then they're setting up little secret Santa giveaways or whatever right. online. Remember, mm-hmm. was it the engineering team at CNET that always had a really loud, hilarious secret Santa? White Elephant. It was White Elephant. That's yep. right. That's right. Yeah. Honestly, but- too, if Elfster integrated White Elephant. Oh, my gosh. Somehow, yeah. that would be the perfect it'd be the perfect website 
Yeah, no, we're totally doing it for the holidays, and I'm super excited because we do a whole stocking thing. It's like a thing. Also, I'm a little stressed that Hanukkah starts in five days. <sighs> I mean, the double holiday household is a little stressful. I know, I know <gasps> that that's not how it works, but the standardization fan in me is like, why don't you just pick a day that it's always on? <laughs> like, and I know you can't. <laughs> no, totally. It, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. here they come. <laughs> but right, but it's like it's 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 like, and 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 just to take it out of being about Jewishness, uh, Easter's the same way. <laughs> like, it, it's always moving around, and it bugs me too. I'm like, can't we just decide Easter's always on this day instead? But, I know. No. I'm not yeah. even yeah. sure how Easter. <laughs> gets figured out exactly but the yeah. fact that like sometimes it's in march and sometimes it's in april and whatever is that one is confusing because at least then you could prepare for it but yeah no it's uh it's uh it's it's coming <laughs> so dude yeah get, hanukkah's get. like now yeah it's uh like, it's not waiting around my kids getting pictures from like or things from off the street actually everybody's getting things from off the street these days because of the, <laughs> the off free the, boxes off the street <laughs> Because <laughs> of the free boxes. Like, I literally could just drive around Oakland because everybody's got their free boxes out really? on the sidewalks. That's going to be your Hanukkah presents? No. Oh, it's okay. tempting, though. It's tempting. <laughs> I well, because I only have five like days a... to get it done. I'm like, shoot. You're like, man, it's eight crazy nights. Like, I got to fill those boxes. <laughs> I mean, there's some good stuff out there. Right? Nobody has to mm-hmm. know. In fact, no, know. you don't have to admit it. You can say you're not doing it on this podcast, and we will not doubt you. Exactly. Wink, wink. I would never drive around <laughs> Oakland picking free stuff off the street for my child for Hanukkah. Wink, wink. I mean, and I would properly sanitize it if I did. <laughs> Definitely. It's not on surfaces. We're over that. <sighs> Except no one told California or Alameda County. And so we're closing playgrounds again. Don't get me started. Okay. What you got? What else oh, you got? What else uh, you got? Yeah. So, um, the, I mean, we may have even mentioned this before as a thing, but it is if we have a thing again, the Korean boy band BTS. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Uh, Life Goes On uh, launched as a historic number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, the first non-English song uh, to do that. Uh, right. I like the regular Hot 100. Dang. We're not talking about the world. No, the right. world. The world uh, chart. Uh, they have half of the top ten BTS. They're like, like that's not even that's not even that's that's not even a challenge for them. They also got a Grammy nomination, uh, first non English song to debut at number one on the Hot 100, and they changed a law in South Korea <laughs> about the draft because Jin is 28 and would have to go into mandatory military service this year. No. Uh, now, I did a little digging into this. They they definitely, BTS is the reason they started talking about this, because they're like, Jin's going to go in the military, and then what's going to happen? And the rest of them won't be there yet, and because uh, you have to go in by, your, by the time you're 28, unless you have a cultural exemption. And cultural exemptions already existed oh. for, like, orchestral players or folk musicians, like people involved in the preserving the culture of Korea. And so... A lot of people are like, you don't think BTS is preserving the culture of South Korea? Like, come on. Yeah, like, and, come on. And the parliament said, you're, you're right. <laughs> and so they they didn't make an exemption for BTS. They made an exemption for pop music. They added that to the list of like, oh, here are the people yep. that can wait until they're 30. And so now Jin doesn't have to go in for another two years. And in another two years, all the members will be 
of age to be drafted. So the thinking is, and I don't know that they're going to do this, but a lot of people are speculating like, oh, maybe they'll just all go in for their mandatory military service at the same time and mm. then come out at the same time. Interesting. How long is the mandatory? I think oh, it's well, two years. Now. Yeah. I'm off the rails, but of course, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think it's two years. I'm like, this is then. Wow. Interesting. So BTS has, I in theory, like two and a half years to remain super relevant. <laughs> yes, they, 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 and they're, Oh my gosh, it's kind of sad to watch them be at the height of their powers when they can't tour. Oh, totally. That is brutal. Because if you're in a band like this, one of the things you get out of it is <sighs> standing up in front of a stadium, right? And yep. they are dominating world music, not world music. I mean, they are dominating music on the planet <laughs> right Period. now. Uh-huh. And they can't, they can't tour. BTS is, so they had three number one hits in three months. That is apparently the fastest accumulation of three hot 100 number ones in over 42 years since the Bee Gees tripled up over two months and three weeks with a trio of singles from the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. How deep is your love? Staying alive and Night Fever. Yeah. Night Fever, Night Fever. Wow. BTS. I mean, it's really true. Like BTS is like incandescent thingness. Apparently, that song just comes and goes. That song "Dynamite" that you hear on all the commercials uh, now—that's from BTS—was their first all English song. Wouldn't have happened had it not been for the pandemic. Like that—that was a song they—they actually write a lot of their own stuff. That song was not written by them, and it was a song that probably would end up being shopped out you know, to some up and coming pop star, but they took it and they made it world dominant. Wow. Yeah. They're beasts. And it is funny to see them kind of briefly get subsumed into K-pop and K-pop stands overall, not obviously among their fans. Mm -hmm. Um, But for a while it was like, Oh, okay. So like BTS is a thing and now K-pop is a thing. And then it was just like, BTS was like, no, 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 no. Let's be super (laughs) clear about what's happening here we're the thing the opened end of the angle bracket points at us uh-huh. <laughs> us yeah. to this day to this day my best performing tweet of all time uh-huh is the time oh actually this is amazing come to think of it that i was watching the grammys and i was like oh look at bts enjoying dolly parton <laughs> yeah because that's now we know like that is the crossing of the things yeah wow weird but the beat but because i mentioned bts in a tweet not even hashtag right i just mentioned him Mm -hmm. in a tweet and it has like six thousand likes or something just insane and it kept going for like weeks (laughs) i mean i'm sure you got a little dolly parton boost in there but yeah Mm, but, I don't yeah. think so. No, because all the tweet, all the likes had the purple hearts and stuff oh, yeah. in them. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, <laughs> wow. And then that caused me to have to look up what the deal was with the purple hearts, yeah. <laughs> which were a thing, which we maybe even talked about on the show. Yeah. By the way, um, my wife wanted me to make sure that everyone knew that she is now Army BTS Army. Mm. Okay. All right. And she yep. is the source of all my knowledge on BTS. Like I, I do a little she searching on my own, but yeah. She had to be conscripted. She had to do her mandatory <laughs> service. <laughs> but she was in there Ayo. watching BTS music videos before I came in here to do the show. So that is hilarious. Uh, um, all right. Well, my final thing is probably also being helped significantly by the pandemic, like probably would have 
stayed in kind of cult favorite land, but now that no one can get a damn massage ah. in person anywhere, the Thera gun <laughs> is taking off. <laughs> uh, which, when I first saw the word, thought meant shooting Theraflu into the back of your mouth, but no. <laughs> which, is, which would also be nothing to do with an that. appropriate like, <laughs> pandemic time thing right. to do. Theragun. Theragun was like one of those things that you would you initially saw a commercial for and we're just like, what in the holy hell? Because it's just this like percussive device. It is obviously a massager, but it just like it, it looks unbelievably painful. It's like like a gun shaped thing, and it's just like wham, 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 wham. Well, it looks like a nail gun to me. Except it looks it's, like a nail instead gun. of a thing to shoot a nail out, it's got a, a little knob at the end that you pound into your flesh. Yeah, exactly. It looks, and then the commercials are like. It looks super porny, <laughs> totally absurd, and incredibly painful. And all of a sudden, everyone is just like, dude. T Bear in Discord says, I bought a Theragun on Black Friday. It there is painful. <laughs> it is painful. It looks so painful. There's like a mini one, there's a pro one. Yeah, apparently the Cyber Monday. But in the span of like two minutes on Twitter, I saw one person say, Is a Theragun worth it? And then three other people chime in and go, mine just arrived. Uh-huh. And then somebody else be like, oh, it's the greatest thing I've ever done. And then other people are like, this looks horribly painful. I mean, if you look on the website, <laughs> theragun.com, there's a um, carousel of little videos at the top. And one of the videos is a slow-mo of this thing just like wailing on somebody's shoulder. <laughs> yeah, like sending ripples through know, their man. shoulder. That. Afi JMZ in the Discord says, I feel like there's a Venn diagram of influencers, crossfitters, and the Theragun. And I think that is totally true because the guy from the initial somewhat viral cult classic ad is just – or the guy who's like the creator is just – way too ripped like super duper crossfitter ripped. Yeah. Like, you know he's like yeah what i gotta do is beat out the lactic acid with this thing that guy's real was all crossfit commercials and that's why they hired him for this absolutely yeah founder uh, and chief wellness officer by the way They're subasa good. uh asked a clarifying question of t-bear uh painful good or painful bad to which t-bear mm-hmm. responded both depends on the area you use it. <laughs> yeah. This is not one of those like personal massagers that is a uh-huh. wink wink. Because if you tried to use it in the business, you would die. Oh, gosh, no. Yeah. yeah it's not one of those. This is like a for realsers. Uh-uh. This is for your quads. Yeah. And your this is, you must have a knot to survive it. It looks like to me. Yeah. Good point. Like a big one. Good yeah. point. There's a gold one. A 24 karat gold pro <laughs> special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, this thing is bonkers. I'm like somewhat tempted, but also not tempted because I don't want this thing to just hurt me. Okay. Also, but- the Theragun folks are smart because they are taking advantage of this. On that website, it says, we've evolved from Theragun to Therabody. It's our mission to provide effective and natural whole body wellness solutions. And they're selling Yay. creams and salves. Like, so smart. Oh, like clever. Because you know, no one can, because yeah, you're pretty much stuck with home. Because you sell, you send, you sell a, a Theragun once. Nobody's going to buy a second one, probably. Maybe buy yeah. it as a gift. But if you get a Theragun enthusiast and get them buying your you, your consumables, now you got a business plan. I mean, I will say, I'm looking at this website. It may not shock you to know that I'm about to maybe consider some shopping. <laughs> but like, 
the mini one she's using it on the bottom of her foot and lately probably because uh, i never sit down because all i'm doing is unpacking like i got a little plantar fasciitis going and i'm mm-hmm. watching this and i'm like oh that would feel amazing t-bear says it feels good on the feet oh dear i may have to wait for some pre-holiday sales because it looks like the cyber monday sales have passed after a week <laughs> anyway apparently post-holiday sales it's a thing oh i'm sure yeah everything that didn't get bought so there you go well there you go folks uh let's check what things you have spotted out there fordo wrote in on barn doors saying i just moved into an airbnb that has barn doors you guys are seriously like karnak the magnificent (laughs) i am so dating myself with that reference she doesn't care we don't care a great reference love karnak and love that you have barn doors in the actual place you're staying that's amazing that's absolutely perfect i actually think that airbnbs possibly did as much as any other influencer to popularize the barn door right because people stay in a thing and see it and yeah yeah yep and there was that whole thing about airbnb is on instagram Mm -hmm. that i think was an episode yeah like super style you know airbnbs as like design studios that you put on instagram and and it's true that barn doors were a big part of that i haven't gotten mine yet because i was painting so having the room painted Mm mm-hmm think I'm going to go with a slightly more modern sliding door, but it's still happening. I cannot find Joe, any use for a barn door in my house, but I haven't given up yet. We'll see. I'm so sorry. You'll find a way. Just put it on a wall. <laughs> Life finds It'll a way. It'll just look good. It just, it just slides open and it's not a door. It's just a wall. It's like a trick. Could put a piece of art back there. Mm. Okay. Joe wrote in about Thanksgiving flavor <laughs> and barn doors. First thing I need to tell you about is a little candy shop in Florida called Lofty Pursuits Mm. that has for the last couple of years made a holiday feast blend of image candy. They sell out fast but also do a holiday feast leftovers that are the same flavor candy but in drops. We got the leftovers last year and had the weirdest experience with candy ever. Put a green colored square candy drop and I swear it tastes like I put a bite of green bean casserole in my mouth. Whoa. Weird. I sort of do and don't want to Try them. Second, working in an architecture office that has done a bunch of multifamily housing projects, barn doors have been a thing for a while. It was almost a running joke in our office about them because we were asked to use them so often. <laughs> ah, yeah, Joe. You, it sounds like you're you're uh, you're upstream on the on the thing <laughs> on, on the thing river there. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then Joe in the Discord says the HGTV Scott twins love barn doors. See, I am nothing if not slightly late to the thing. <laughs> uh, I got. This close to buying those uh, online, the Lofty Pursuits thing. But I didn't, really? I didn't pull the trigger. Ooh, mm. No, gross. Uh, Christopher wrote in with a COVID thing. It says, greetings in my never-ending, though only intermittently practiced quest to aid you in your thing spotting. I submit the following. <laughs> the template is a social media post detailing some gathering, which contains a long parenthetical description of all the measures taken to be COVID safe by the participants. It might look something like, thank you all so much for participating in the record-breaking feat of cramming 27 people into our fiat spot. Spider, photographic evidence of which is being forwarded to the Guinness people for documentation. We raised over $130 for the Collars for Collies campaign, most of which was spent on beer and pizza. It goes without saying that we all observed proper COVID protocols, a challenge under the circumstances that required the purchase of full biosafety level four gear for all the participants and the subsequent burning of the fiat. Stay safe and rest assured that the 13 cents that went to the Collars for Collies campaign will be well spent. <laughs> Bravo. I know. Well written, Christopher. Christopher points out that that's fictional, of course, but representative of the idea. Yeah. Dude, also totally 
I am seeing this everywhere. It's like, oh, here was a big party. And then it was like, rest assured that totally proper COVID <laughs> protocols were taken. And I'm always, every time I'm like, really? Um, What are totally proper COVID <laughs> protocols for a party? Right. A, yeah. But B, at all, because it is my understanding that society has not agreed on that. And so whatever you have said it was, I would love a list. I, I'm sure it's different in different places. But the uh, the proper protocol where I live is don't have a party. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I think it's fairly specifically spelled out, actually, in the protocols. Yes. Yeah. I am so excited about this next email. Jackie, first longtime listener, first time writer, wrote in with a new food thing. <laughs> Hello, Tom and Molly. I've been listening to your show for a few months, and I love it, especially the shout outs. Rich does a great job. And I'm not just saying that because I'm his wife. Ah, Jackie! (laughs) Anyway, I'm emailing, says Jackie, about a thing I came across. Hot cocoa bombs. Mm. I've seen it on the Aldi page, drink, friends posting on Facebook, and family members of mine buying them. I never heard of it until this holiday season. If you don't know what I'm talking about, definitely Google it. It's a big round chocolate ball you put in the bottom of your mug. Mm. Then you pour either hot water or hot milk in the mug and it eventually cracks. I think all three of you need to do one and do a taste test on the show. Just an idea. Sincerely, the wife of producer Rich, Jackie. Oh my gosh, that should be our holiday special. That's amazing. (gasps) I know. This sounds like Jared apparently also wrote in uh, spotting the hot chocolate bombs, which I have not. And I want to try it. Let's do it. I have only I've the closest thing I've ever seen is a disc of of like Mexican chocolate that right. you put in and, and dissolves. This is a whole other level, though. I've seen I mean, Trader Joe's sells hot chocolate sticks. Mm-hmm. So maybe mm-hmm. hot chocolate, you know, in different forms is is the 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 earth thing and the bombs are the new iteration. That's so yeah. smart, though, like bath bomb. Ooh, I wonder if they make them with like bourbon in them. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that would be, be a good invention. Oh my gosh, bourbon inside is a great idea. Right? Let's sell those. <laughs> Let's sell those. Timestamp, copyright. <laughs> uh, Jose wrote in with more Dolly love, says, Hi guys, as a further confirmation of the Dolly thing, Netflix has a series based around her songs called Dolly Parton's Heartstrings, which is fantastic. WNYC Studios did a whole podcast series on Dolly where they interviewed her, and it's amazing. Her new Christmas movie is lovely. Pandora announced a Dolly live stream. <laughs> Facebook is premiering the library that Dolly built on December 9th, and I'm sure there's more. Oi. Seriously, watch Heartstrings, the Jolie episode is great as well as this old bones oh i'm totally going to that's incredible i think it was the atlantic there was an article the other day that was basically like dolly parton has saved us all yes dolly uh, is i i personally have queened her as the monarch of the united states absolutely absolutely uh and then finally manny who is always on top of it needs I mean, a thing check well if, if it's manny needs a thing check before you even tell me what it is i'm, I'm it's tempted to thing. just go yes it's a thing totally like <laughs> assume it's already a thing but let's see uh tiktok sub thing check all right saying welcome to specific tiktok yep yeah i mean i don't even have to read anymore but it's such a thing like and i have a friend who's constantly doing it it's just like well you know uh, politics TikTok is all over this or lawyer TikTok. Mm-hmm. Anyway, specific demographic TikTok is the type of content that the person makes. I've seen it a lot. It's starting to seep into Instagram too. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a part of a larger thing that is self-awareness about the algorithms, especially in Gen Z. I know we all miss this second one, but I'm also declaring, he says, the death of a thing. I ain't never seen two pretty best friends get stared out as a fun post. And then people started using it ironically Everywhere, it was like getting rickrolled. Then people started to unironically hate on it until it died. It has become the thank God that's over of our present times. 
Which one? The two pretty best friends? Yeah, I, I think uh, it was a typo there. Uh, I ain't never been seen two bitty be- pretty best friends started out as a fun post. Then right. people started using it ironically, like getting rickrolled. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I missed everything about I ain't never seen two pretty best friends, the thing. So I didn't know that it had come or gone. <laughs> yeah, me So either. there you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking it up from context here. But that's, but why, Manny, that's why we I need Manny. You. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Specific demographic TikTok could not be more of a thing, though. That's amazing. Yeah, and that's amazing. got roots in Twitter. Like, oh, it's it's political Twitter. It's birder Twitter. It's, yeah. Right. Uh, totally. Black Twitter, politics mm-hmm, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, folks, we know that you've just been uh, sitting here hoping we would get done talking so you could hear the shout outs. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's really true. Thank you. Thank you for enduring all of our yammering before we get to the good part of the show uh, where we talk about the folks who support us on Patreon at the shout out level and get their shout outs today based on a description of the plot of the Timothy Zahn classic, Heir of the Empire. Now, this may be the first time all the shout outs are in one sentence or one paragraph rather than, you know, a multiple list of them. I know. Totally. I think Does we're it, just going to have to go set literally sentence by sentence. All right. Alternate. You want to alternate we'll sentences? Yep. Okay. Yep. Exactly. All right. Cool. Here we okay, go. Okay. Begin. In It's a Thing, 1991, C, Master Tactician Grand Admiral Lee Price plots to destroy the New Republic despite their numerical advantage over the remaining Imperial forces. He sets his sights on the Wayland storehouse of the late Emperor Kevin Sill, which contains a massive array of Eric Duncan's cloning cylinders and a working cloaking shield. To this end, Price and his subordinate Jake Woods, captain of the Star Destroyer Gabriel Cohen, enlist the help of smuggler Brad Sparks and his second-in-command, Louis Saint-Amour, to obtain several salamander-like creatures called Mike Akins. <laughs> Man, I'm glad I know Mike's a good sport. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, dude. Okay, I like somewhat, slightly, ever just a little bit demand like lots and lots of Star Wars ones. Because seriously, it is I a sub thing in my life right now is having to because I'm sorry, everyone. I'm only so steeped in Star Wars lore, and so every time I watch The Mandalorian, I have to do a whole bunch of interneting to understand what everybody else is so damn excited about. And then every time (laughs) I do the interneting, it is so hilariously complicated, just like this, that I just want this to be like, I want this regular. I want a regular. Oh, yeah. No, this is great. This is amazing. Also, any ensemble cast description, right? Yes. Is is, uh, Rich, you're, you're genius. Well done. You're genius. Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who is a member of It's a Thing, patreon.com slash It's a Thing. You really want to sign up if you haven't uh, to support the show because the, the bonus content is extra super duper jumbo and wonderful <laughs> this week, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, if you're if you're getting the bonus content this week, uh, you'll see Rich Truffolino like you've never seen him before. Yeah, yeah you got your money's worth, friends. <laughs> you, you can really also email did. us your things. Feedback at It's a Thing dot me. Keep it coming. See you next week. Bye, buddy. Bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.